Blackwell Roundtable. And get started. I had like full intentions to sing a song and I can't remember <laughs> what song it was going to be. Well, it's um, not good. I don't know. Okay, whatever. I give up. I'm going to take a sip of this nasty beer. Your dementia's kicking in, dude. Listen, I've been doing so well. <laughs> creeping up on me again hi everybody this is a podcast that we host my name is dana i'm jelena and i'm asha a single mom who works two jobs who loves her kids and never stops oh what's the other part no for <laughs> real <laughs> that's it with the, with the bet awards uh, <laughs> did, I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. that's all i got the physical <laughs> that's all the energy i'm giving y'all right now <laughs> You ever see the tick that lady's husband who's sitting on the couch like, what? 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 That's me. I'm participating, but barely. <laughs> Ugh. Okay. Well, we are going to mix it up a little bit today because society is crumbling and changing everything. So I figured, why don't we? So instead of starting with what's trending, we are going to flip, dip, and reverse the episode today for no reason other than I felt like it. And we are going to start with our question for the episode. Wow. Editing Dana, throw some explosions on there. He'll <laughs> be there, I'm ghost. Insert misogynistic male podcast sound effects. Screaming. <laughs> can do nothings because they have smaller brains. I do not say good morning to people because your body cannot tell the difference between morning in the daytime and morning as in death. When I tell you there is never, that there's no other phrase in the world, well, maybe not no other, but there's select few and that is one of them that infuriates me to no end. I think you told me that on this show. I probably did. And I like audibly gasped on a previous because episode when you told me that. I hit Grand Rising Queen. Get out my what? goddamn face. Maybe I don't feel grand right now. I'm not, like somebody on Facebook said, I am not a biscuit. Please, please stop saying please. this to me. Ooh, speaking of women can never win, I was at the gas station earlier today. Then we'll get on topic, maybe. Um, but I was at the gas station today putting gas in my car and I've like really been enjoying the Barbie soundtrack. I don't know why it just makes me happy and I needed a little bit of that today. And for all of their faults, that Barbie remix with Ice Spice and Nicki Minaj, it just does something to me. I'm here for it. It's all. fun. I'm here for it all. Um, so I'm, you know, get out the car. I'm humming along to it in my head. This man, cause what you smiling so big for? I'm sorry. I thought that the standard gas station idiot lingo was smile, girl. Smile, baby. I'm doing what y'all motherfuckers always tell me to do. You got something to say. So what is the problem? But now, now I can't smile. Now I need a reason. Now, now it's oh, now put the teeth away. Now what you smiling for? Right. How dare you express joy? You know what? Go to hell. Go to hell. You see, they always move the goalposts. You can't fucking win. Lord. So yes. But yes, on, on the on the the topic of 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 f these these niggas, 
that brings us to our, our, our question. So as, as always, y'all, y'all like being shy though. So, you know, you can always ask us a question in our DMs. You can email us, askbgr at thebougieblackgirls.com. If something is going on with the interwebs too, also like, let, let us, us know. know like, is it, is it a problem? Because I know you're listening. We're trying to send it. Like, What's going on? We, right. we promise to be nice, especially if like we know you like actually listen to us. We won't be as crazy. No. Unless you did something out of line, then you know we might have to take then we gonna, But it's going to be out of love. But just this is a rink dink operation, y'all. Something is not going well. It's a team effort. Yeah, like, like, I know you didn't sign up for this part time job, but you got yes. it. So <laughs> fake IT support. Like, let us know. <laughs> listen, come on, interns. Look, okay. Is that going to be that's going to be our fandom? That's our fandom name, y'all. The interns. The interns. I love it. A lot of work. You don't get paid. Sorry, no. friends. <laughs> Is it rewarding? Eh, kinda. All right. So this one comes from the lawless land of Twitters, per usual. So buckle up, children. So it says, this is from a young man, BT Dubs. I had a simple plan. Dated an unattractive interior designer. I met her through Instagram for about six months. I gave her all the low value shit she posted about needing in a man. Sex, flowers, attention, etc. I even hinted about marriage. I did these things for her to decorate my property for free that I intended to put on Airbnb. She decorated for my love. She thrived on my compliments about her work. She bought everything. When I considered the house done, I dumped her via text, then blocked her from everything. I posted the house in a popular area. Three things happened. One, only one booking in four months, and it was teens who trashed the house. Absolutely. Two, I'm broke. Paying my rent and mortgage on the property has drained my account. Three, a female I tried to connect with told me that in several posts, my ex told everyone what I did and how I dumped her. I unblocked my ex to see the post myself, but the absolute worst thing was when I saw her post with another man and he clearly was into her. My chest hurts. What if she was my one and I fucked everything up? She was nice, had her own company, and a business line of credit. I could love her. She could save me. I'd like to reach out to her at least to apologize and reconnect. How do I break the ice? I think you should break ice on your fucking face. And I think you (laughs) You don't. You absolutely don't. Leave that lady alone. Leave her be. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Ooh. A roller coaster. Because, sir, you did a lot. Just the get. first adjective that you described this woman with was unattractive. An unattractive interior designer. She ain't cute, but the houses she decorated is cute. I wanted to use her services, so I wooed her into a false sense of love and hope that she could do my interior to my Airbnb for free. You see how God don't like ugly? He said, F you and that nasty B- Airbnb. Wow. And I'm talking about a- actual ugly. I bet that lady is actually. Exactly. I bet you she looks just fine. And I bet. And you know, and it's always Nicks who have the audacity that 
looking like Sasquatch. I bet you look like the creature from the Deep Lagoon. <laughs> and I bet you have the worst hairline. Talking about somebody's ugly, so you use them. See, this is, child. This is, I stand firm that men love to play stupid and like they don't be meaning to hurt y'all feelings. This is prime example because they know exactly, exactly. what they're doing. But if I call a nigga ugly and tell him he looks like a Pokemon, I'm wrong. And that a cute Pokemon. Right. No. You don't look like Squirtle. You look right. like fucking, I don't know. What's the thing that um like a, a, an evolved Charizard? That's not even cute no more. That's a bad yeah. Like baby Charizard is cute. The big one? Mm-mm. I was gonna say wheezing. It was comes to my mind. Sure. Y'all remember him? Yes. yes. That works. Over there looking Easy. like you too. And that's <laughs> real. I don't know why you the two makes real. it funnier every time. <laughs> Like, mm. two. Not one, two. Two. <laughs> just mew, 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 two. two. <laughs> that I is jokes. But no, now, now I have another question. I want y'all to rank. What is what is the worst? I'm gonna put air quotes around types of niggas, podcast niggas, real estate niggas, etc., etc. Ooh, wow, wow. How long do we have? <laughs> <laughs> I could write a book called The Worst Niggas. The, the Worst Niggas of All Time. I think it'd be I think it'd be a New York Times bestseller. I do think it would oh, be a oh, definitely. Truly. Don't take that nobody because it's gonna be time stamped. So I will get my coin from you if I have to. Whatever platinum for books is, that's what you're gonna have on your hand. Yeah. And let, let me write I'll the pull forward. A surprise please. winning book. <laughs> let me write the forward. Wow. What a novel. <laughs> what an idea. Start with vision. the vision. First of all, my my prefix is going to be like, I wrote this book to just warn and remind you who the worst niggas are. Dedicated to how to avoid them. Because they come in different packages, but the inside is all the same. That would be the prefix. You know what? I can't even put it on future because we know people know what they get when they come to him at this point. You setting yourself up, you know what that man is about. Nick Cannon, future, you know what you are getting yourself into at this point. I can't even be mad at him. But it's still a worse nigga. He's still here. He still ain't. He still ain't shit. But he not at the top of ain't shit no more. Yeah. Okay. So the worst kind of niggas at the tippy top, and maybe it's just because they are particularly getting on my nerves lately more than ever before, is the pseudo smart niggas on the internet. I can't because they're vexing us all. I can't take it. So we will talk about this later, but something I saw online today, and I truly I truly do not argue with people on the internet. They will get on the internet and use the most holy, spotty, crazy logic to try and make half of a point. Like people were online obviously talking about, which we will talk about later on in the episode, the, the repeal of Roe versus, or not, mm, Lord, that also happened. Um, the repealing of affirmative action and college admissions and that Supreme Court decision. We on the NAACP's a page. He talking about the NAACP is controlled by the white man because they are not doing work in order to support the black community. I'm like, who else is doing work 
to support the black community, but the NAACP. Right. Like the NAACP Legal Defense Fund predates all of us. And I'm not saying they always get it right, but God damn it. Give them their credit. What are you talking, literally, what are you talking about? And so I can deal with a lot of shit, but like the whole, like, what are you talking about? I, I can't. No. What are you talking about? And I think that's the thing. I, like I say all the time, I feel like we think the government cares and other people care about us a lot more they than they really do. Because in all honesty, like, that's a lot of effort to put in to take. Like, I know that they have infiltrated things before. I know there is a history of that, obviously. However, to run an entire organization just to, like, that, that sounds utterly crazy. Crazy. Like it don't take all that to oppress people. I just want you to know it don't (laughs) it don't take all that. Now, do I think they would if they had to? Yes. Yes. But we don't have to. We not there. There are so many other structures and systems. They literally got up with their whole Mm -hmm. chest today and said, boom, no civil rights. Oh yeah. I want want to Exactly. Joe today, Joe Biden could turn his back on us at any given moment. What are we doing? And suffer like very minimal very minimal initial consequences, I will say. So it just it don't take all that. The Ku Klux Klan is still not classified as a terrorist organization. What are you talking about? So this is why I can't with the Hotep niggas. Not to derail on that path too long. Yeah, but yes. The Hotepery, I, I, I can't. I was going to say that one, but since you already said it, I'll just piggyback and just say that, like, a lot of y'all will say the stupidest, most surface level stuff. Right, Zara? Yeah. Y'all will say the most stupidest surface level stuff and then be like, I'm across my arms and I'm right. Hmm. And then, like, you're not, though. You're not though. I want you to know that all these conspiracy theories and pseudoscience that y'all have, it does not compare to the reality that you honestly deal with white supremacy and white supremacist like mm-hmm. uh, institutions every day, every day. Credit scores, white supremacy. Uh, insurance companies, white supremacy. Uh, I can, okay, sorry. Water I, bills. Water bill, every, <laughs> everything is racist everything except for the except for the the, the the my new stuff that y'all be talking about and that's what blows my mind you can find white supremacy in many american institutions and traditions you can find them everywhere right zara yeah but y'all love to point out the things that are inherently either black queer or have actually nothing to right. do with the problems in america and it's like even if you write let's say you know something that i don't know you're being That's naive, not the case, sure. but let's say you're right what do you want us to do and so this is why again and again this is why the hotel niggas are coming in second place is the podcast niggas because y'all want to lead so fucking bad where are we going where you lead? where okay where we are we that going? al sharpton is a bot controlled by white people now what are we doing what do we do about it because i don't know how to tackle this issue i don't have the skills and you clearly have been sitting on this information so you should have you know so damn much go ahead god damn it that the fbi is entrusting your black ass with this information exactly and my and like also i'd be like what's next okay so let's say all the juicy juice is making us gay what happens next what like as always then what 
we do what do then we do? everyone's gay now now what and where's and what's the problem Right, and what's the problem? Okay, and that's like people be stuff like, well, what's the problem with everyone being gay? Hubba the hubba the hubba the population. Gay people have babies all the time. I'll go to my next one, but yes, I think they are the worst one, but I will give you my like, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? I, I want to say the podcast niggas because it's, and I, I say podcast and like, I say podcast men because white men are also on the on these podcasts acting a plum fucking fool against women. There's something really insidious about the podcast. I will ooh, you know what it is the traditionalist man on the podcast. It's all mm-hmm. of you. I wanna throw up every time y'all say something that you all have one never experienced in your lifetime. Never, you have not seen it. Y'all be coming from single parent households talking about some of the traditional household how you didn't even see one of those growing up it's like you want her to be submissive but also work a nine to five you want her to cook and clean but also not be a gold digger because she has her own money but you don't want her to be too independent because then she acts like a man but then at the same time, if she's not independent, then she's a gold digger and she wants yours. And y'all should be building a household and it should be 50-50. But then you should be the leader of the household. And it just, you you have my brain spinning because you, I don't, I'm like, you, you're coming from two different camps trying to call it one. I am confusion. I'm confused. They are confusion. They are confusion. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> no, I'm saying, y'all move the goalpost every time you you change the narrative to fit whatever misogynist misogynoir talking point that you want a lot of you to be trying to give dating advice when nobody wants you at the club the girls want to get in your section to be in a section and then they're blocking your number afterwards i feel the energy radiating from the screen that's the energy it's giving me it goes, I'm uh, I'm a walking lick to women because I talk a big game here on the podcast in front of these, my bros. But then when I actually get in front of women, I'm like, move on. Elaine. A lane. I want y'all to heal. That's the problem. Y'all are not Be better. Be better. Be and better. it really does not take that much. That's why. And y'all, but y'all swear y'all want a platform. Like, what are y'all the experts of? This is why we should have left some children behind. For real, tell me y'all should still be in the twelve in the tenth. Love to say, don't even give them twelve. No, put them back. So. Oh, too much credit. Too much credit. You need, you need to be in the twelfth in the tenth grade somewhere. Look, Just I'll say this: you know something. You are dead wrong, and like I mean, dead wrong. When I'm agreeing with Doctor Umar in a situation. Yo, oh my god! Like, I don't know if y'all saw that video, but like I was like. I'm agreeing I, with everything that this man is saying right now. What is that? And I hate it. Like, I should never, I should never be put in I that situation. I should never be on the same side with Dr. Umar. I should never, never. be like, I fully never on his side. Like, he, he, he saying some stuff. Go ahead, sir. How <laughs> dare you make, how dare you make me agree with Dr. Umar? <laughs> right. I thought that was your, I thought that was y'all's savior. That was I, y'all ace boom coon. Okay. I don't know with them Negroes. <laughs> I thought after Kevin Samuels that Dr. Uma was y'all last pillar of Look, hope. They thought, thought that was a man. They thought wrong. They thought he was their friend. I said, you know, a broken clock is right twice a yes, day. Yes, it is. Yup. 
because that's twice that day. boomer went on and said don't put me with that foolishness what and he said, like, men are also responsible for work. And they said, what? what, what? Everybody was like, we was not expecting him to say that. Pivot, 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 pivot. What? <laughs> I said, for what it's worth, it's very skewed research. But Dr. Umar has done research. Done little, I, will, I give him a little bit of credit. A little bit of credit sometimes. It's very, it's very skewed. It's very biased. Yes. It's not credible research. It's research. Not, it's not peer reviewed. But has he at least dipped his toe into academia? Sure. sure. Yeah. Sure. Yes. I still wish he would shut up, but sure. Oh yes. Like I should say, he write a broken clock is read two times a day. He found it. <clears throat> what, I Sorry, to, go ahead. what I have to remind myself is that Dr. Umar is for black male domination, not full black, black liberty. Yeah. And that's what I have to remind myself. He's for straight black man domination. He is not for black liberation. And that's why I have to con- continue to repeat myself when I watch that video. Go on, Dana. Uh, okay. So there is a lady. She is 101. Her name is Betty Reed Soskin. You may have seen her online. She was like um, just retired from being a park ranger at 98. And they did a mini documentary on her and her life and like being married and all the things that she done. And they were like, what advice do you give to women who want to live long and full lives like you have? And she was like, don't get married. Damn. How many times do have we said they had no choice? They had no choice. They couldn't have a job. They didn't have a bank account. They had no choice but to have a damn husband. They had no bank account. My grandmother literally told me, she was like, she didn't tell me don't get married. She just was like, wait for as long as you possibly can. Like, my grandma was my grandma literally, she gave me the tea of my grandfather. And I'm thinking they had this like fairy tale high school sweetheart story. Nope. Um <laughs> and that makes you yeah. So like a lot of these older women will tell you, don't let these niggas run your life. They will run it into the ground. Listen. So, mm, okay, so we got the hotel niggas, we got the podcast, wannabe traditionalist motherfuckers, um, social men media in, businessmen. Yes. Oh, NFT motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Hate all of y'all. All them freaking three steps to get rich in three months. That's called a scam. You're not going to jail. You're going to prison. <laughs> What happened to going to school for business? Y'all, I'm an entrepreneur. You can go to school for that. Let me tell you something. Ooh, that's right on the list. I'm sorry to start screaming. The entrepreneurs. <laughs> I cannot stand when you ask somebody what they do. Like, what is your job? Oh. And they be like, I'm an entrepreneur. Go to fucking you don't have a job. That's what you're talking about. Go to hell. So you're unemployed. When you say I'm an entrepreneur. What? Actually an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs who actually have a business. They say I am the CEO of such a company. Blankety, blankety, blank. 
When a nigga says, I am an entrepreneur, that means that you... Or I work in this industry. I work in that industry. I I do this in this. Or I'm like, I'm a finance entrepreneur. No, not even, because I don't want to give y'all motherfuckers ideas. I'm like a tech startup entrepreneur. Or something. I I started a startup company. I am CEO, executive, you know, director. Do you think Mark Zuckerberger describes himself as an entrepreneur? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out Even of here. Even people are artistic entrepreneurs. Oh, I'm the artistic director of this. Right. Bitch, I'm an entrepreneur. This right. is an This is an That's what I'm saying. No. I hate that either shit. unemployed or you're a drug dealer. Right. Or you're a scammer. If or you're scammer. Yeah. I'm going to assume you steal from people. I'm a stop sign. Like, stop. Shut up. <laughs> like, I hate that shit. Anything. And then, and then, oh my God, this make, we'll make you play freaking guessing. As well, oh, what you do? Oh, well, you know, I kind of do this, I do that, I dabble in this. I don't want, okay, I don't so. want no nigga that dabble. No. no. I don't want no sponsors. No- your four, when you contribute to your 401k, what is the name of the company that matches it? That's the information I need. So you got Aetna or Blue Cross for your medical insurance. Right. Thank you. And y'all, y'all got health insurance. How are you an entrepreneur and you don't have no health insurance? Honey. Not even a Medicaid card. That's sick. You, like, you don't get some? Got Obamacare? Come on now. That fucking entrepreneurship, especially if you were like our girly who's trying to date right now, which another story for another day. But you get on a dating app and it'd be like career entrepreneur. Shut the fuck up. One hinge, that- yes. <laughs> Like, I'm, I don't need you to tell me where you work or why, but like, God damn it. Well, what I'd you rather you say that you were a rapper. Because real entrepreneurs are very uh, passionate about their companies that they that they That's are. True. They are very passionate about like, oh, I always wanted to uh, be a barber, but I didn't like the barbershop culture or whatever I was, so I started my own. Great. Good for you. That is an entrepreneur. Someone who has a purpose and a plan and goals and strategies for their business. You trying to flip a house while also selling Forex, while also having NFTs, while also, da, 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 while also, while also, while also trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents is not entrepreneurship. Right. I would you say I'm a hustler. I would respect you more if you gave the real title that that it was you know i am a hustler i any other niggas to add to the list before we wrap it up like i said i write a book um they go they like podcast you know under the the traditionalist men it's like an offshoot of the religion yes yes i think that the passport bros i gotta put this the give me a hug teenage boys yes the passport bros i should stop talking stop it you stop it right now i'm gonna call it the give me a hug to passport bros pipeline Mm. Mm -mm -mm. which is not too far off from the failed musician to religious leader pipeline which i talk about often which we we will do more research and really delve into that and one of these ooh, days talk, see that's gonna be your book and the yeah. that re- failed musician to religious leader pipeline is gonna be mine because i got two words for you bitches michael todd yep and his wide hips sorry that was not that was not nice 
All right, brief pause. That was a great way to mix up this episode. We will be right back with um, something you need to hear. What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back into the episode. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and following us on social media at The Bougie Black Girls on TikTok and on Instagram. You can also check out bougieblackgirls.com for articles, updates, and some info on some other soon-to-come produced projects by The Bougie Black Girls. Let's get back into the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Something Y'all Need to Hear. We are back, um, and we are talking about um, artists who we feel as though didn't get their best tribute and deserve one. So if you watch the Grammys, um, I think when this uploads, it'll have been a, a, you know, a minute since uh, the Grammys aired, but while recording, the Grammys were... Um, a few days ago. PT Awards. PT Awards. What did I just say? The Grammys. Oh, I'm tired. Um, <laughs> the BET Awards were a few days ago, um, and they did the Tina Turner tribute. And uh, no shade to Aunt Patty, because all the difficulties were not her fault. At all. At all. Y'all know that Patty Bell don't know no songs by word for word, including her own, so I don't know. Correct production get that shit together that was a rookie mistake but um i say that all to say even if Pilot bell's tribute went swimmingly well it was only one song and it was short as hell um so yeah and we will talk about the bet award a little bit later but let's dive into um let's start with tina and then go with artists we feel like uh, deserved better tributes or, you know, when it's tribute given time that they get the best tribute that they deserve. Who do you all feel? I know I have my picks, but who do y'all feel should have been in the Tina Turner tribute and for which songs? So I think that I know she's on tour right now. Well, one it's sorry y'all we had some technical difficulties so we're restarting this conversation i'm all over the place um so number one we should all be grateful that beyonce the queen that she is gave tina turner her flowers while she was still living many many years ago we had a fabulous tina turner tribute from beyonce um even though she is on tour i wish they would have worked out some way where the queen could have participated or something maybe like simulcast from one of the shows renaissance tour um same thing with lizzo i know she is also on tour right now but i feel like if they would have called her she would have come i think lizzo would have done a great really she could have had her pick of any any tina song um and i think she would have done fabulous so i would have loved to see one or both of them as like the finale for a tina turner tribute mm-hmm. i would have loved to see um both Victoria and Janelle Monet um, do a tribute for Tina Turner as two people who can like dance and sing very well at the same time and have great stage presence and great energy. Um, I think they, one either do Proud Mary and then the other one, or they do Proud Mary together because you can do 
primary as two people. So, like a Shaka Khan do like what's, what's love got to do with it? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Shaka would have killed that mm-hmm. love. Shaka would have fabulous. Tina Proud, um, or Patty with a teleprompter, right? Yeah, or yeah, just oh, and again, Patty for simply the best smart choice. Just bring the teleprompter up higher so that she can see it. And truth be told, I feel like they probably called her last minute. Like, I think whoever was coordinating that mm-hmm. did not put the elbow grease in it that it deserved despite the tight turnaround. Um, and with enough prep, they, you know, you know Patty wouldn't have. No, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Right. Yep. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's Patty LaBelle's fault. Like, she's a diva. She's a legend. Exactly. I'm she sure. She's her time, honey. Yeah. She And if you... Tina Turner has, uh, not Tina Turner, I'm sorry. Patty LaBelle has before done uh, this before to where her teleprompter was not right and she messed up. And she sang, fix my teleprompter. <laughs> I love her. Remember she tried to sing uh, this Christmas, the fireside, move my cars, move my cars, blazing right where, woo, I don't know the world. Nope, no, it's Patty. <laughs> Everybody know the worst of this Christmas. This Christmas. So, like, girl, come on. I don't know. She hit that one part that I don't know, where she's like, my world is filled with cheer and you, and I'm done. <laughs> I don't got it. I know all the worst of this Christmas is because I was and still am obsessed with the Chris Brown version of that song. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies. No, I don't like the movie. I do not like the movie. You don't like what? the movie? I do not care for that movie. What? I've never cared for that movie ever. What? I don't. My sister, my sister loves that movie. What? So much. I I love that movie. I, that is a great film. I don't know what's going on with you. Oh my god, I love well, it. Like it, but I'm just like, okay, it's here. I mean, that's how I feel about Stomp the Yard. So Yeah, this it's here. Like you're forgiven. But also I feel like once you actually go to college and you like see people step for real, you be like, Y'all niggas y'all was, is y'all, trash. Y'all <laughs> were doing anything. Y'all were clumsy. Y'all were not stepping. Ain't a step in this bitch. So precision just don't exist. Um. I'm like, y'all are slap bossing at this point. (laughs) (laughs) That's all they was doing in that movie. Because I promise you, you get up and do any of them routines at a step show, you're getting a laugh. Am I lying with that thing that that Columbus short came to the ball? What are you doing? What are you doing? Knucklehead. Knucklehead. You know that freaking video of the guy that is like the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what he looked like. So we couldn't have called anybody there in was no, There was no creative director in a divine nine organization that all that was nine organizations. All, all of them was busy. Have coached them. Like, come on! Every Not college it. in Atlanta was booked and busy during the filming of this movie. All hundred and twenty HBCUs. <laughs> all of them. Everyone in the, in the just, region was gone. Couldn't show up. For no, the story was closed down. Listen. All right then. The school they filmed it on. Don't know nobody. Clark Atlanta. Morris Brown was still open when that movie came out. Morris Brown was still open when that movie came out. So what the hell? That is jokes. Yeah. No. I I hundred percent agree with that lineup for for Tina. Um, that would be perfect. Another person who I feel like never got the tribute they deserved because they, I think they had the right people, but they split them up among too many different tributes was Prince. Yeah. And so like, I thought, I love Jennifer Hudson. We yeah. all love Jennifer Hudson. 
I just felt like it was too much. I didn't like it when Demi Lovato sang it either. I like Demi Lovato a lot, but I just do not think that they were the best person to choose for a Prince tribute in general and definitely not the best person to sing Purple Rain. Yeah, Purple Rain is really like a rock ballad more than it is. Yeah. I mean, it's R&B, obviously. Kind, mm, I want to say obviously. It, I think it's, it's black, black rock. Band. It is the origins it, of rock. It is rock and roll. Like, Purple Rain is a rock song. And so if you're going to have anybody doing it, it's someone who can bend the genres. That's what I, like, uh, Janelle Monet would have been mm-hmm. perfect for Purple Rain. I agree. Rain. Um, Bruno Mars is yeah, exactly. Uh, Bruno Mars because because um, Janelle Monet was in that tribute with Demi Lovato, but just did not sing Purple Rain. Or no, I'm sorry, Janelle Monet was in the tribute with Jennifer Hudson, and I think Janelle should have been the one to do Purple Rain. Prince or Bruno Mars was fantastic mm. in the Grammys tribute to the Prince, probably one of his best performances to date. But I just think everybody else in his tribute was not strong. So he and Janelle should have been together on a tribute. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that Grammy tribute should have been both him and Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet yeah. Her could have done a song very easily. Oh, um, yes. Asha, I think you mentioned this earlier. Steve Lacey. Steve, that's what I'm saying. Steve Lacey lives in, he has a, he has Prince's guitar tattooed on his body. Right. He, would have been perfect for either either Purple Rain or like Kiss, um, or like Doves Cry. Ooh, Doves Cry. Perfect Ooh. on Doves Cry. Perfect. Ooh, love that. And his protege, of course, y'all love to forget, Lizzo is Prince's protege. I think as the person who has gotten the mantle to continue the legacy, she should be the one, she should be in that tribute. And a lot of the things y'all say about Lizzo, minus the body image stuff, but about like, you know, her music pandering to white people and to her music, you know, checking certain boxes. All that shit y'all say to Lizzo, y'all said to Prince. Right. At a certain time. Oh, yet we forget. We do. Because when um, Purple Rain, the album came out, there was a lot of criticism from the black community. Right. Because, you know, it was a lot of rock. A lot of rock. But it was wonderful. And that's why... I always suggest like Steve Lacey because Prince was a renowned and revered guitarist. He could play a guitar like none other. So to have somebody be able to like really, really like play and do a good, a good guitar solo for Prince. That's why I'm like, I, I think that Steve Lacey would have had, had to be in that number um, in terms of a uh, Prince tribute the only person who and i didn't know he could play guitar like this but the only person who did do that was bruno mars mm-hmm. like i'm telling you if you have not watched that tribute and bruno do let's go crazy it yeah listen and r.i.p but who would have done it also done a great job would have been mac miller i would have let mac miller get in there because he could guitar. i didn't know that oh, i didn't know that you didn't know? Yeah, no, he could play. No, I didn't know that. A, a person that keeps popping in my head, and it might just be me personally, I feel like Miguel would have did a good job as well. Oh! Like, yeah. Miguel would have would have oh, yeah. the water. Yeah, actually. Like, especially, ooh, especially if you get Miguel to do, like, a black sweat. Ah! Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Ooh, I don't want to take I was like, am I alone in this? Like, he... If y'all don't know already, this is a Miguel Stan account over here. We so. love Miguel. We're getting new music so soon. 
I know I'm excited. He we got our first single. Brand new. We got our we got our first single off the album, but we haven't gotten anything else. Well, I need to listen to it. Thank you for reminding it's me. Oh, it's great. But um, okay, so we got we got Prince. I think we all agree that Michael Jackson's was really good. He's like, yes. he was good as it should be. Stevie Wonder, he's with us today, thank God. Um, but he got a whole special uh, yeah. <laughs> reserved. Uh, shout out to uh, Michael Jackson's cousin, Stevie Wonder. Um, the cousins. Um, Janet Jackson, now, she did her own tribute. And so, like, yay, but... Now, see, unpopular opinion... I love the way Janet's tribute to me is what tributes should be. Yes. For me. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it was, she is alive to see the fruits of her labor and how much she has influenced the next generation. And they did all of like that old choreography that Janet's probably not doing no more. Right. And she comes out and hits a cute little doo doo doo, scoot a boop, and goes home. But they did. Because they had Tanache, Sierra, Tiana oh, Taylor. Yeah. This was, I think they did her well. I don't. I didn't remember, but you're so right. And t- and Janet is a is a good vocalist, but she is a not even just a dancer. Janet is the dancer, right? Um, and so to have all them girls come out and do the the pleasure principle choreography and the rhythm nation choreography yeah. and the I get so lonely choreography, those. They ate that shit up. You are actually so right. I completely forgot that they mm-hmm. also they did that, and Sierra did a bang up job. Sierra did that joke. I expected mm-hmm. nothing less, though. <laughs> Me neither. And I appreciate all them girls because they knew you have one job. Yeah. You if have- you don't do nothing else for you, if you don't dance another dance your whole career. You right. better leave it all on the floor today. You've been waiting for this moment literally your entire life, probably. Like, if somebody was like, Dana, you in the Beyonce tribute, you bet your stinking ass. I'm gonna have I am every hour of the day. Like that, what's that, the, the Homecoming album where Beyonce be like, ha! Yeah. That's gonna be me. Um. So yeah, Janet's was great. Um. Now, and Asha, you brought this one up too, but Donna Summers is somebody yes. who never got one. Like, never got one. And it one. makes me sick because she is the, like, first of all, a lot of y'all girls, in terms of like sex appeal and the way that you emote, you have Donna Summers to thank for that. It's the oh, fact yeah. that they did not give her their proper tribute. It just always just like, uh, sit right with me. And I, and like I said, the only person who I just need to see is Kelly Rowland. That's the only person I need to see. Hand her the mic and everybody back up. Everyone now, just look, watch. If you want a little razzle-dazzle, make it Destiny's Child uh, does a tribute to Donna yes. Summer and throw Beyonce and Kelly in, or Beyonce and Michelle in there. Yes. And I can tell you exactly I tell you exactly which song to give who. Right. Let, let Kelly lead it. It's Kelly... Roland presents Adonna Summer's tribute mm-hmm. and we bring out Michelle and Beyonce to do one or two numbers themselves and then yep. we close out um as a unit with hot stuff. Yeah. Ooh, I love it. A uh, hot stuff off three of them looking and then like the strut looking for some Oh, I would get my whole life. I think I'd peel myself for a <laughs> 
great. It would be fabulous. And Kelly always does a Donner, like Kelly books a lot of Pride events. And so mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of videos of her covering some Donna Summer songs, you know, throughout the summer. So she would eat and go whenever, whenever the movie is ready to be produced. I Girl, ready. I will say this. So in terms of like band, so if those who don't know um, Maurice White, who was the founder uh, and the creator of Earth, Wind, and Fire, he also did not get a tribute. Now, I think Earth, Wind, and Fire got their Lifetime Achievement Award of, like a while ago. In the early 2000s, and they were sandwiched in between like two mega superstars. So it was like, and I'm just using random people, but it's like Stevie got his, and then Earth, Wind, and Fire, and then like, you know, jay-z or whatever yeah it was something yeah, you're right it was something like that i think it was like it might have been the one where they had james brown the next year oh or could you yeah, have been that one fire I, I have to figure this out but that they they're such a great band i think that that tribute is a really great opportunity to showcase that there are still a lot of bands there are still people like playing instruments and producing real music. Um, so like we all just went to go see phony people. I think phony people would be yes. fantastic in that tribute. So Sonic is a great opportunity. I like that's what that I said. I was like, before we talked, I said, you know, let's get, I want a mega band where everyone just comes and celebrates their music together. So all the funk people that came after them, so I'm talking about your like your internet, your phony people, your uh, Silk Sonic. We uh, didn't mention them before, but the Roots would be great. The Roots would be great. yeah. You have Thundercat. You have um. Nothing else who be on. I mean, Anderson Pack himself could just do a few songs. True. But oh, well, he you know he said he stopped. He's making. He's not making no more music for a while. He's a DJ now. So I'm like whatever. I saw that. So sick of him. Like, me too. Me too. You be tell still. him you will never get a Silk Sonic album number two because you want to be a goddamn DJ. I just wanted y'all to go on a, a real tour. Tour. That's all I, I tour. That's all anybody wanted. I'm like, was that not the next step where you guys gonna just drop music and then be like, they said we're gonna drop one of the greatest albums of all time and then ghost you. And that's fine. Like, I expect that from Anderson Pack because that's what he does. Like, he puts out the um, the No Worries group projects with him and Knowledge. And then he does um, his projects with the Free Nationals. And then Silk Sonic was just the next in his collab album. So I was, I would, I was not surprised that Silk Sonic was not going to be making any music in the foreseeable future. I just needed y'all to go on tour or at least do a couple of festivals. Anything, literally anything. You were actually really, really close in terms of our answers. Um, well, up close, but um, so the first one it was in 2001, and that was Whitney Houston. Mm. That's where we got, that's where we got the I'm a survivor, I'm a survivor. That was the first one, 2001, and then after Whitney Houston, it was Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, but you were right. It was like it was two mega stars, and that's like I think after. Earth, Wind, and Fire was James Brown, Brown in 2003. Yeah, I just remember they got sandwiched in between, like, yes, they deserved it, but the people that they put, like, right next to them, it was like, we went from, like, global mega superstars to black community superstars. Not less important, but the right. magnitude at which people reacted to the tribute at this present time is not going to be the yeah. same 
as it is for a Whitney or like a James Brown. Or even though I think in terms of like, I think if you ask a random white man on the street for Earth, Wind & Fire, they'll think They know, but if you ask them sing four Earth, Wind & Fire songs, oh, they, they probably don't them. got you. But yeah, I could I'll ask anybody, them. sing four Whitney Houston songs and they could probably figure they it just, out. Yeah. Yeah. So just again, yeah, just different. Would sing, it would be covers, but they wouldn't know that because yeah, stole them. Yeah. I'm not stolen, but like she just made them her own. And the you first thing them. that they're gonna sing is "I Will Always Love You." And Which then, is Dolly, yeah, Dolly Parton yeah. said it's her song now. So hey, right? Yes. Now for the girls that are still here, Asha, you brought this one up, but a Brandy tribute. Oh, Ooh. give me a good song of Jones. Give yes. me, um. I'm trying to think. Who else did we say? I, I want Ari Lennox on Ari I Want to Be Lennox, Down. Man. And I need all the I need all the girls to do the, the I Want to Be Down remix too. Like, who's going to do, um, let's see, who's going to do Queen Latifah's part? Ooh. Hmm. That's a good mm-hmm. question. I know I definitely want JT on there somewhere. I'm, not for Queen Latifah's part, but I want her in. I want her for, uh, for Yo-Yo's part. Yeah. That's yeah. Good maybe for mc lights no 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 for mc lights i think i want like a um a lola brooke yeah yes yes Mm, even a a glorilla yeah that's like but but i need her to be no i need her to like spit it yeah is from like new york i need a new york i need the accent i need the you know Mm. yeah lola would be perfect lola Lola brooke would be perfect for that i think i who um, LaKaylee 47. I feel oh, like yeah. she would do well with Queen Latifah's part. She's got that energy. Oh, we need is the energy. She's not a lesbian. That's okay, too. We love you. Still. No, oh, no. <laughs> Tierra, Tierra Whack. That's who I was thinking oh, about. Yeah. Tierra Whack. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. Tierra Queen Whack would yeah. do. She would yes. do really well. What I mean, especially, I mean, Queen Latifah just gives me, like, I am power. Ooh, I'm pulling yeah. anyone. Or even Janelle Monae would do well. Yeah, I'm pulling. Yeah. I'm pulling any. I'm pulling anybody. Any and everybody. And yeah. again, shout out to Dana Gang. The men's in the movies. So. Now, I know I love Queen Latifah. Dana Gang for life. Actually, I want. I want Tiana Taylor again. For Queen Latifah's part, I want if if because it's a Brandy tribute, I want Queen. I want Tiana Taylor somewhere else. No, I want her as Queen Latifah, but I feel what you're mm-hmm. saying. No, um, I, I want a rapper to do Queen Latifah's part. Is she not a rapper? No. I would consider Tiana Taylor more singer than. When does Tiana Taylor? When has Tiana Taylor ever rapped? So she did the "I Want to Be Down" remix with like Erica Badu. Erica Badu rapped, and so did Tiana Taylor. But er- okay, Erica Badu raps. Erica Badu is not a rapper. Right, but I'm just saying like she, her flow was really good, and she has like that strength. Watch, watch the cipher. It's good. I, I know what you're talking about. I'm just, she don't, when has Tiana Taylor ever released a track that's like, this is Tiana's, yes. Wasn't she rapping on the, on the last album? No. Well, I know the girl could rap. I would like to see it. I need a rapper to do that. I would love her somewhere else though. And Tiana Taylor has a great voice. Yeah. Um, so I just think it would be a missed opportunity if she did not sing in a Brandy tribute. Like Tiana Taylor on Full Moon would be lovely. Okay. I need to go listen to some Brandy. I love Brandy's catalog. I, I, so I also good. love Full Moon as a, the album Full Moon is just. Yes. Or even Tiana on like a What About Us. Oh! Screaming. Okay. 
I would no, die. Yeah, Brandy's, yeah, I need the singers on Brandy's. What That's about what all the things that you said? Bring back Victoria. Bring back yeah. Janelle. Yeah. So talk about bringing back back Victoria. I think I had her on some other tributes because the girl can move. I think I had her on. Did we say her for Mariah? I said Tina. I did have her for Mariah, but I wanted her look like we said honey for Mariah. Yeah, yeah. So if we do Mariah Carey, yes, I want Victoria Blaine for honey. Obviously, I want I want Ariana Grande, um, Tori Kelly, and Tori yeah. Kelly. Ooh, yes, and I said I wanted Yeba. Wait, I'm yeah. sorry, I changed my mind on Victoria Monet for Mariah. I want her on Touch My Body. Touch mm. My Body. Yes, I can see. She would do. She would eat that up. I know that you've been waiting for me. I'm waiting too. Actually, and I actually want to change the song that I want for. Um, I don't know who I want actually for. Um, what about us? Um, for um, Brandy. I want Victoria Monet on. Um, it's like that, y'all. It's like that, y'all. Oh, oh yeah, that's a good one. That's the sad part is, though, I feel like they would not pull that one out for Mariah tribute, and, and they, they should. Do. They should. But you know, they may surprise me because when they pulled when Brandy did "I'm Your Baby Tonight" for Whitney's tribute, I said I didn't think y'all was gonna pull this song out the bag, and I'm glad you did glad because you it did. is one of my favorite Whitney songs. No. The only Whitney song they didn't hit that they should have was our. Now y'all know we have debated about Tina Marie on this podcast before, but and however. I do think that BET should have done a tribute for Tina. They should have. And again, if they wanted to redeem themselves, the first person you need to call is JoJo and Yeba. Yeah. Yeah. Th- those are the first two white girls you need to call. Jennifer fucking Lopez. Get the fuck out of here. Why? Y'all yes. blow with that one. Jennifer involved in everything. I don't know what witchcraft she done done on fucking... Um, Ben Affleck called her the greatest performer to ever walk the earth. Delusional. That's what I mean. Delusion. I want my boyfriend too to say that I am. Delulu. Be delusional, baby. That's a wild statement. That is a wild statement. Oh, so you putting that thing on him. Down. (laughs) Down. I said, okay, Ben Affleck. I can I can say a lot of nice things about Jennifer Lopez, but that would not be one of them. Um, but yeah, I Square Biz JoJo would eat Square Biz up, uh-huh. and Yeba would do so good on Portuguese Love. Oh, now actually I'm gonna request that <laughs> Yeba. I'm, I'm gonna DM her if you ever want to just that, and I'm, I'm gonna just I'm gonna bring the white girls out, okay? And the yes. oh, yeah, this this the time to do it. Call um, Ari. Call Ari, or, uh, not Ari Lennox, Ariana Grande, mm-hmm. and get her to do Fire and Desire. I don't know who I want to do it with her. Mm-hmm. But call her. Let me see who could do. I could. I could see like a um, a Luke. Is it Luke James? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I think a Luke James, someone with a deep, you know, yeah. some dramatic a voice. Yeah. If he wasn't so, I mean, we like fake, I, y'all forgave him, I didn't. Not y'all on the podcast, but y'all as the public. Um, Daniel Caesar, I feel like he could pull it out. I don't think he could do a fire and desire. I think so. He could. He's not going to give you Do I want to see it? No. But if he, he, if he was now? not the person that he is, he would do just fine. And Rick was never the star of Fire and Desire anyway. It was all about Tina. So you need somebody who's not going to compete with Ariana. 
But think of Daniel Caesar's voice. You think he can do fire and desire? Yeah, I do. I don't think he does it, but I think he can do it. The vocal range, he absolutely has it. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, it wouldn't be my first choice, but could he do it? Sure. I want to do like a Luke, like a Luke I'd James. rather Luke James. But yeah, I could see him doing it. Or what's, um, what is that child's name? Um, Lord. Not Lucky Day. Definitely um, not him. They could do it as well. Lucky Lucky Day could could work it out. Lucky What's the other I, one. I don't want to give on. No. I think he could do it. I no. think y'all are giving Rick James too much vocal credit on fire and desire. I know, but I'm talking about like in terms of the twang of his voice and the fires is supposed to be a very dramatic song. I think he could do it. Now, I'm, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm crying ass for the fuck too much for his, I, I, don't, I, don't I don't think he has the range. I think. Have it ever, I mean, think about the beach. Like, have you listened to that song recently? Drugs. He's like, he's like, voice, and that's exactly what Rick James. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm doing it very well because, well, but like, Rick James was more like a. Um, no, no, no. It wasn't like a hoo, hoo, hoo. It's, like, it's the difference between 70s, 80s crying ass motherfucker and 2023 crying ass motherfucker. And it's the same thing in different fonts. The only person who does that now is Trey Songs, and we don't want to. I definitely him. don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't want to look at that. At exactly. All. So you're gonna you're gonna have to give some sacrifices. I don't think he's gonna give. He's not gonna give us Rick. But it's not a Rick tribute. It's a Tina tribute. And you just need somebody who can keep up. That's true. No, that, that's, that, yeah, that's it's true. Not a, for a Rick James tribute, different conversation. You need to go get somebody in. Okay. okay. Just to keep up, you Tina, think you can do that? Just to hold down the Rick James part? Listen. Now, yeah, this may be. Yeah, yeah, that's all he needs yeah. to say right there. That's it. Because to me, Tina Marie ate Rick up on Fire and Desire. That is her song. You know what? I'm not gonna. Uh, Again, you can feel how you want to feel about it. I thought she would be the most controversial topic on this damn show. Listen, and now Asha's trying to back backpedal on her Tina Marie support. No, I'm not. I'm just like I don't know how we got Giveon doing a uh, doing fire. He's a possible. He is not the Rick no, James. Go back and hear what both of them sound like back to back. Even just if I cannot see them on no When we break. finish recording, go listen to a couple of like if because when, when I say so, Giveon the beach makes me think that he could do it. And Lucky Day again for a Rick James tribute, maybe not, but for this particular scenario, if you listen to um, I don't know, it's over. I think he's got the he could do it just fine. I just think R&B music for men, specifically black men, is just different now. And so they don't have to tap into that vocal bag the way in which singers like Rick James did. So they don't. I'm going to let y'all have that opinion. I... You let me have it. I have it. It's mine. I know. And, ooh, okay. Well, uh, that's... Mm-hmm. And I'll stand ten toes down in it. I, and okay, well, I don't really, question. If you're listening on Spotify, we'll put that as the question for this episode that y'all can answer. If you think that Giveon or um, Lucky Day could hold their own, as I didn't say Lucky Day couldn't. I said Giveon or Daniel Caesar could not hold their own for Fire and Desire. Okay. I think Lucky Day would be good, 
I think him and Luke James would actually be really good on fire. Day and Luke James would be fine. I think yeah. Gibeon could do it, and I think that Daniel Caesar could do it as well. Yeah, I'm putting Daniel Caesar over Gibeon. But yeah, we shall see. Okay. All right. I mean, who am I? No, mess around and get and somebody end up doing some kind of tribute saga something and it don't be none of these people and we all be right dead. i so, mean they don't ever pull anybody worth a damn anyway like i would rather they pull somebody justin timberlake to do it yeah they're gonna call fucking justin bieber they, actually, like, oh, <laughs> they probably should just have avery wilson do it and it actually sounds good you know what yeah yeah uh, i guess you would pick Gibeon over Avery Wilson? I feel like because I, I, I think Avery Wilson is absolutely. Am I even talking? Nah, I'm going Avery Wilson over Gibeon, definitely. Rick James' vocals are not that great on Fire and Desire. They're, they are fine. It's, he is not doing vocal gymnastics on Fire and Desire. He sounds like somebody's pop-up in the Mississippi Baptist Choir. And you me up with your flames, Fire <laughs> and Desire. You and know, that is true. I think in my head, I want someone to be doing vocal backing on that song. So I think in my head, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> Is that what was done on the well, record? That's what was done. No, you are correct. Absolutely not. I mean, I just want somebody. I just want somebody who has the vocal power. It doesn't have to sound. That's, that's literally how he's. Gibeon will lose his voice after the first stanza. He cannot keep up with that. Song. I can get up there and do change fire and design. <laughs> Is that data and a mustache? <laughs> Okay, Lord. it don't take much to perform Fire and Desire as Rick oh James. We could, yes, we'll move yes. on. I'm, I'm telling you, girl, you are two for two. I'm Listen, side. I'm is a controversy. I'm just side eyeing you, heavy on that opinion. But I will leave. You that can feel the way you feel because I'm just. I just don't hear Avery. I feel like that's a waste. Like, don't be calling Avery out of his house. <laughs> He would have so much fun on Fire and Desire with like a yeah, but I think that would be an amazing performance. Of all the tributes of all the times you want to call me to pay tribute to a legend, you call me, you say, <laughs> do, 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 do. Avery, <laughs> we need you to Fire and Desire by Rick James with Ariana Grande, not as a soloist. I didn't say no, Ariana, I didn't say Yabba. Or Yabba, whoever. I want, or, or Tori Kelly. Ooh, that'd be good. That would be wonderful. We could let Avery Wilson sing now something. I his, Avery Wilson could sing Square Biz. And I would say nothing. <laughs> you know what? Now that you in my head, I want to hear it. Just, just, I just think that is a waste of his talents. I also would like to see, again, I, I, Avery I would, can give us more. <laughs> Y'all just we not go sell them short like that. Okay. Don't you don't have to call out our heavy hitters for Rick James's part in Fire and Desire for a Tina Marie tribute. Oh my gosh. That's like calling fucking Stevie Wonder to sing Eddie Murphy's part and party all the time. Like it's sure. <laughs> but that's who needs a damn tribute. Give Eddie Murphy his music. Okay. <laughs> My girl wants to. Now you call Stevie to do um, round and round. That's a hit. 
Stevie Wonder round and around and around and around. Levels. Yes. <laughs> anyway, anybody else we missed? Who else? Oh, the the pen ultimate. I think that's a great one to end on. The Queen. Oh, Beyonce, Beyonce, Who's Beyonce. tribute to the Queen. I have to see Chloe and Halle will be there. Like yeah. Chloe and Halle are the only two I can. And again, I'm just gonna put who I know is good right now. I can see Tanache doing just a dance one, like doing a crazy. Yeah. Oh, I want, I want, I want because Crazy in Love is the song. I think I would want Chloe to do that. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And end the show. I would love to see Halle do a Halo. Yeah. Um, applause and all. I actually would like to hear do I'm here. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's a yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Or a one, uh, no, actually, I would, I want Jasmine Sullivan on like a one plus one. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Who else? Tanache would do great with a baby boy. Oh yes, yes, she would do wonderful. Love that, and then put Normani on like a single ladies. Yeah, actually, I would put Normani on like a naughty girl. That's what Ooh, I was. Thinking. That'd be a good one. I, I feel like they got like some de- like some choreo to it. The tributes have to. I, do you think they would do two off of the first album though? Not. I'm not opposed, but it's Beyonce's greatest hits. It's I don't real. care. <laughs> I don't care. She's gonna get what Stevie Wonder got when when all is said and done. She's gonna get what Stevie Wonder got, which is a full uh like, like a TV special. TV special in its own right. Yeah, I like. Oh, what was I about to say? Or if you put Normani with somebody to do Deja Vu, I'm just that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Mm, who mm-hmm. would rapper be? Mm-hmm. J-, uh, J. Cole loves Jay Z, so that would be a good. Yeah, yeah. I feel like um, anybody could kind of do like just anybody. Can you, you have a good handful of people. Yeah, like, that. say the words. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to put Victoria One A somewhere because I know she can go somewhere. She's good, yeah. I'm not opposed to it. I don't know what I would want Victoria Monet to do for a Beyonce tribute. She could probably do either do. I don't know. I'll put something like something like sex. Oh, I put Kitty Cat. Mm. Now I could I could put Victoria Monet on Naughty Girl. Yeah. Okay. I could I could put her there, and then put Norman because no because honestly Normani can go anywhere. 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 Um, but I'm gonna want Victoria Monet to do something specific. Yeah, but no, Victoria Monet would eat Naughty Girl. I mean, just eat it up. And you can put, I mean, again, you can put Normani in a lot of places. You can put her in Ego. You can put her in Diva. You can put her in uh, Blow. Um, you know where I would actually love Hallie if she's gonna do something a little more upbeat? Would be like a countdown. That would be cute. Oh yeah, I like that. And she has the the bully. Yes. Who's gonna hit? Who's gonna hit that run? Yeah, that is true. <laughs> and then ooh, and then let Chloe do crazy in love and drunk in love. Mm-hmm. Mm. Transition from drunk in love into crazy in love. That would be mm-hmm. good. and hit the Dubai run. <laughs> love it, love it, love it, love it. A girl can dream. Mm. <laughs> They're gonna be a part of that. Oh yeah, they, them two specifically. Yes, yeah. And when Beyonce is ready to produce her life story, Chloe will star. But yeah, no. When it's time for the Stevie Wonder uh, type tribute, because that was amazing. That was the best television I've ever watched. 
Ah, oh, sorry. Just as a sidebar, you could throw, because I love her natural woman cover, you could throw Adele in a Beyonce tribute and do a ballad and she would do well. Oh, yes. So, ooh, okay. Wait, you know Adele love her some Beyonce too. She, she would do it in a heartbeat. She do. So I even think that Adele would make me cry on I'm Here. I just love I'm Here. But mm-hmm. like, and, and I'm Here from Adele. Oh, yes, with her or, nice little smoky. Uh, or that or a um, Dangerously in Love. Adele on Dangerously Ooh. in Love would be really, you know what? Or maybe Adele on Halo. Mm, no, nah. nah, I like what we have. Yeah, no. Nah. I don't want her to do EXO because EXO has a, a, a Caribbean kind of flair to it. She don't need Does to do that. Yes, I love you like EXO, EXO. She love it like EXO, EXO. It does. She should not be doing EXO. But you probably could do like a um. Hold on, I need to look at this. I don't think I hear that. Maybe I'll need to listen to it back. Yeah, listen to EXO back and just. It's at the end, but it's with, it's with the. I know the part you're talking about. I guess I'm thinking about it more as like a vocal flip than like a. Like a Caribbean cadence, but again, I'll need to listen. I'll need to listen to it back. I haven't listened to that song in a while. Yeah, I mean, it it is, but it's both. Like she kind of does like a hit. Um. Oh, I can see her. Can I, can she do rather die young? Oh yeah. I don't. I just wouldn't include that in a Beyonce tribute. Oh, I would. I love that. I, but again, four is my favorite album. Everyone, so just you know. But I think also I, I think Adele should stay clear of Lemonade though because that was the one that she lost. Seriously, <laughs> that album. So sorry. If there was something that was not again something that did not speak to the black woman's experience on that album, then I would be fine. You could throw her on Don't Hurt Yourself. Um, I don't know. Adele will come back to you, but either way, okay, I think dangerously. I think dangerously in love would be perfect for Adele personally. I think that'd be perfect. I just don't think so. I don't think she's got Adele doesn't have that kind of soul. Okay. I mean, if you have an example of Adele performing where she's given that, I would gladly take a listen, but Sure. I can find one if I Yeah, dig it up. I'm again I'm I'm never too proud to change my mind. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. There are times I'm I'm joking, but there are times people like I will change my mind when I've been proven wrong, but it happens so rarely that I don't do it often. You're such a Gemini. It makes you're just such a Gemini. But when I'm wrong, I can admit it. All my Gemini friends are like, I'm never wrong, but when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I didn't say I'm never wrong. I said I'm rarely wrong. No, but Gemini's be like, I am rarely wrong. What about this time? I was not wrong. What about this time? I was not wrong. Julie, you're a Libra, right? Don't disrespect me like that. (laughs) Okay, you talk about the devil. That's it right there. Right. Oh no, you're a Scorpio. My bad. Don't do not put me with them people. My mom's a Libra. I like Libras. I I have never I had a good experience. That's how I feel if people be talking about Gemini's. They be like, oh my god, I hate Gemini's, and then they'd be like thirty thousand Gemini's in their life, and I'd be like, do you though? <laughs> I, was like, I don't belong with y'all perfectly. I don't be seeing the. I don't be seeing I don't the Gemini. Gemini. I, I love Gemini. Like, cool with me. We I see, just know who y'all are. I'm about to say, we see eye to eye. It'd be little things where I'd be like, all right. But you just learn to I love the mood. Leave them alone. That's it. I just know who y'all are. Because I too get in a mood. It's just, you know, we're we're right next to each other on the astrological reel, Cancers and Geminis. And so 
it's just a hard clash on certain things, but in other things, it's a beautiful marriage. Yes, and that's why I love y'all so much. I just mm-hmm. know who y'all are. But I let y'all live, and I don't talk trash about y'all, because if I really get into my bag, then y'all are going to cry. And then it's my fault. I'm the bad guy. The Gemini is picking on the cancer. Did you just hear what you said? Like, you say one thing, I'm going to annihilate you, and you don't want that. That's not what I said. Whoa. And I got it on recording and I'm going to send it to you because that is literally verbatim. Not what I said. No, I'm just saying y'all be like, I'm not going to say nothing to no. Nope, nope, y'all nope. so emotional. But if I would, I would, I would say that. Bro, that no, is- that's not that literally recorded. And I will send it to you is not, is not what was said. What I said was, I feel like Nene Leaks. I said what I said. <laughs> What I said was that y'all be talking about us and I hold my tongue when cancer start on a Gemini hate because if we start on our cancer hate, y'all be emotional and then I'm the bad guy because I'm the Gemini. And what you heard was, I'm going to annihilate you. That's not what I said. (laughs) And that is a perfect example of what I be talking about with cancer. Gemini. That's my mom. So you just hate your mother? What? I asked when did I I say any of these things? It's so Gemini child. You like this dress? I think that you could probably find something better. So you think I'm ugly. (laughs) That's yo. What? I ain't say nothing. I just say you look stupid. What? Except for that's not where I said. I said that wasn't a good choice. So I'm stupid. What? That's not what I said. Don't let Gemini's gas, uh, gaslight y'all. Okay. That's don't what... let, no, don't let cancers gaslight you. Because again, these cancers are all, always the victim. Mm-mm, no. Forever the victim. I just see the world for what it is, for real. I just see it for what it is. Hey, man. I just I'm just really glad I'm not in the slander for this. Oh, don't don't get too comfy over there. Yeah. The loose cannons of the Zodiac. All right. We will take one more short break and be back with what's trending for this episode. Jokes, jokes, jokes. What is up, y'all? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back to it. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you are streaming so you never miss an update. And it helps us out to make more episodes just like this one. Let's get back into it. The best of the best. Um, okay, so now we are going to move on. And again, we're flipping this episode on its head. So we'll be quick with our what's uh, trending in the world. Um, let's get the heavy lift out of the way because I think that's going to take up the most time. Um, so unfortunately, as of today's recording, which is June 29th, the Supreme Court of the United States has released some really life changing decisions, um, because you know, it's a new historical event every fucking day in our lives. Um, And unfortunately, the decision um, on affirmative action in the, um, in the affirmative action being used in college admissions has been released and it has been repealed um, six to three. 
um, with uh, Kentaji Brown Jackson, Sonia Sotomayor, and one other judge being on the negative, and the rest of the court, um, including, um, or excuse me, being on the affirmative for affirmative action, and the rest of the court, including Clarence Thompson, being on the negative, um, wanting to strike it down. Lots of mixed feelings. Um, one thing to note is that this decision does not mean that colleges cannot utilize race um, as or utilize race in considerations of other parts of the application. So for example, a student may share how race and race relations has affect their lives and their essay, and the universities may use that to evaluate and make a decision, but students cannot be selected solely based off or given priority because of their um, race. So a lot to unpack here. Um, I guess we can just start with some initial thoughts and feelings about the decision. As we always say, this is scary AF because it just keeps getting closer and closer to home. First it was Roe v. Wade, now it's this, now what the hell else is next? Like, what, what, especially working hard, I'm like, am I gonna have a job next year? Like, what are, what are y'all about to do? Like, what, what is about to happen that we are not seeing coming? That's my main thought, but. We shall see and hope that admissions in whatever capacity that is, you know, there are the right people in the right places and they do right by others. That's all you can't hope for at this point. And this is why it's important to vote. Damn it. Like, all of this stuff, y'all want to have opinions on every damn thing, but didn't vote in nary election of anything. 45 page think piece with, but you did nothing to, to alleviate the situation like stop like this is partially your doing but I um this is why when i tell people and when I, when I say on the show we have bigger fish to fry these are the fish that we need to be frying an unjust social uh judicial system is something that we need to be putting our efforts on um, because they will take your rights right in front of your face and go to bed at night. That's what, that's the scary part about it. Um, that's the scary part. That's the scary part of having, of Trump being able to elect to, um, uh, Supreme Court justices. This is what happens. This is what happens when you get a conservative majority, a, obviously a conservative elected majority um judicial system notice how they only took out the race portion of affirmative action they did not take out the gender portion they did not like they only took out the race portion because historically the people who have benefited from affirmative action the most are white women they were not about to take that piece out. So the people who still benefited from this the most will still benefit from this. It's us who had to fight, clobber our way into these institutions that will be the ones that, that um, are greatly affected by this in a negative way. And you know, Asha, the sad part about it is like, and this is what we've we've talked about this a bazillion times on the podcast about how white women 
actively vote against their own best interests because they think that this being stricken down will not impact them, but it will. It will. This is going to give legal precedent because then it's going to be some, you know, at, at most PWIs, the majority population admitted is white women. And so some stuffy little snooty little annoying, you know, kid probably, you know, is going to be like, oh, well, I'm sick of all these women getting admitted and I didn't get admitted. And then they're going to have to make the decision, do we strike this down and then say that, oh, we were wrong for affirmative action? Or do they double down and get rid of it for women as well? And it's going to be a matter of time until they come for just all women. So I just think that, well, I know that we all just need to honestly, like, understand that we're not all, we're not, none of us are free until we're all free. And that literally Mm -hmm. means this. Now, will there be a surge in students who go to HBCUs, like Black students who go to HBCUs? Maybe. I think so. Possibly. And I think that could be a good thing. And I think we'll be able to now maybe funnel in more money into our HBCUs. Um, like we were able to before mm-hmm. um, in the 2000s with that boom exactly so I th- I think I want us to not feel so powerless like people are like like people may feel like we're not powerless this is why we created our own institutions in the first place right yeah. um, but understand that those institutions because of systemic racism and because of discrimination are flawed and as HBCU grads we know that um firsthand um but at the same time hbcus ensure to the best of their abilities that their students walk out prepared for the world ahead of them um and i learned a lot about who i was and who the world ultimately was at an hbcu yeah the Um, yeah yeah I HBCUs, I think, are in a great position. I don't think that this decision is really going to affect their admissions process much. Um, and this is somebody who's worked in admissions office and had a, a pretty now a pretty lengthy career in higher education. Um, I don't think HBCUs are going to be effective. I think that this is going to be a positive for them. And in my personal and professional opinion, if you have on average, most students are applying to about eight to 10 colleges. Um, if you have a student who is applying to colleges and you were not cons- having them consider an HBCU, I would say a third to half of the institutions that they apply to as a Black student now need to be an HBCU. That's the first thing that I would consider because the the likelihood, um, and, and I worked in college admissions in a race-blind state. Um, and if you think race is not being considered or factored in at some level, um, you're a day late and a dollar short. So this is going to impact the diversity at all institutions. Um, that's number one. Um, the the other piece of it is I was kind of talking to my grandmother earlier today. I was in a really bad mood. Um, but in talking to her, she said something that kind of really stuck out to me and kind of made me feel a little bit better, not you know great, but it made me look at things in a different perspective. Um, my grandmother was a librarian in what, I think she started in the fifties or the sixties, um, and just worked in education her whole life. And she kind of laughed at me a little bit and was like, 
Dana progress is not and has not ever been linear. And she was like, mm-hmm. so I don't, like she said, I'm not surprised. It doesn't make me feel any type of way about the work that I've done in my lifetime. Even if I don't live to see this and Roe versus Wade and things put back on the books. Um, she said, the, the government and people in power always have these drastic responses when progress is being made. And so she said the response to slavery being abolished was Jim Crow. The response to, you know, women being liberated and being more free with their bodies and getting into the workforce in the 20s and the 30s was the return to the domestic housewife in the 50s. So she was like, so this is just a retaliation to the strides in diversity that the country has made and she was like so we'll go forward we go back and then we go a little bit more forward and this is just where we're at in the cycle so having that perspective really just made me take a huge huge breath today you know the work still needs to be done um but in that she was like you know she just reminded me she said even with all of that in mind you still live and will live a life that is vastly different from the life that I have lived and you should be happy about that and she said and there will be struggles but I see the progress even with this being repealed and your kids and you know your nieces your grandkids whoever will live a very different life than you did in spite of all of this you know, I was listening, I listened to um, a podcast and they had an older, uh, like, writer and, like, um, journalist on their show. And she was, I think, maybe, like, in her 70s. Um, and she literally said the same thing that your grandmother said. She was like, this has always been uh, the majority and white supremacy's um, jerk reaction to progress but the progress is still going to happen. So the older people, they're like, whatever, right. we've been, um, the work does not stop. Right. But because the work does not stop, progress still is made because we don't tolerate the status quo and we don't tolerate what's just given to us and what's just mandated to us is why we are even, we have the freedoms that we have today, why we have, you know, the institutions that we have today. So Yes, we should be alarmed, but we should not feel defeated. Yeah. She said the only thing she worries about for our generation is that we are looking for instant gratification that has never been promised. She's Mm -hmm. like, she said the reaction should be what's next as opposed to, oh my God, why does this keep happening? So yeah, different perspective. It's, it's, it's It's an unfortunate situation. Um uh you know not that this is a situation where we're like oh hbcus hbcus but i mean again nobody's gonna take care of you like your people take care of you and Mm -hmm. they were created literally for circumstances or because of circumstances just like this and so i don't like hbcus being a scapegoat but maybe some of y'all who are so anti-hbcu will now realize that you need to put more weight in institutions that are going to protect you no matter what um, so if there's a positive in it at all, there it is. Um, but take care, y'all. Take care of yourselves, y'all. More decisions to come on um, some things concerning LGBTQ rights and student loan repayments. Child, I didn't, couldn't even get my brain together to read about those decisions. Child, I okay. saw that and like put my phone down. Like I was like, mm. 
Like, I, said, I could, could only deal with this one, one disappointment per day. So. Okay. Listen, and do something to take care of yourself because when I saw that shit and was looking at everything and all the conversations going on at work, you know what I decided to do? I bought a Nintendo Switch, which I'm going to go pick up tomorrow. I do not blame you. Yes. That's how I take care of myself. I just, I just ate some food in my car. You can get one for $160 at GameStop. Lightly used. Mm-hmm. They come in a multitude of colors. And for another $30, you can get a game. I got Animal Crossing and Super Smash Brothers so I can build cottages and talk to my animal friends and then blow something up. Um, so I may I may upgrade it though for like a, one of the ones that hook up to the TV. Those are a little bit more expensive, but the the just the handheld ones you can get them used and they're like they're basically like brand new. Um, by GameStop for the cheapy cheap. So if you need to do something and you got a little extra change to spend. Oh, I'm gonna go escape into my Sims because I work in DEL. So all the fires are about to start <laughs> because everybody's gonna be looking at us to figure it out. But yes, term limits on Supreme Court justices. I think two terms, eight years is more than enough time for any singular individual to be making policies that impact us for the rest of our lives. If you were in office before the internet was a thing if Honey. you are calling your grandchildren to help you figure out how to put the wife out you don't need to be making any decisions about the current world because i'm sorry it's gonna sound terrible you're not gonna be here to see it case in point you can't also, airdrop you want- me a photo in five minutes five not five even five seconds. minutes three five seconds or less no then i don't, don't you know do how to get to the public. netflix app on the roku remote <laughs> and, the, and the button is right there I don't want to hear it. It's like it's his own button. <laughs> if you, if the only time you interact with younger people, with, young, with people younger than 30, is at family things, no. then you don't need to be. If, you're, if, if you're not going to be here in the like, next five to six years. If, it's, if, that, to, is a que- if that is a serious question, am I going to be here in the next five years? You don't need to be. No. The no. answer is okay. going to be. I hate to tell y'all that. Clarence Thomas. These old ass people as presidents neither. Sorry, Joe. You're in office. You're 83. Clarence Thomas. A pox on your house, Clarence. Oh, I was on on the worst thing on Twitter. Dishonor on your cow. I just, I mean, coon in the dictionary. All right. And that is all I think we have to say about that. Um, let's move on to something a little bit brighter and it's getting late. So I think we will keep it cute for what's trending. What can we talk about? Um, I think we talked about the BET Awards pretty well. Anything else that, was there really anything else to talk about? With the damn Titanic submarine. (laughs) I just want to just say about the BET Awards. I think this year, please like work with the writers and in the strike and pay the wire the writers fairly yes. and what they deserve to be paid which is a lot more than you're, what you're paying them now i will say that i did like not having a host and kind of just breezing through that award show um as someone who loves hip-hop and really love the hip-hop um performances at the bet awards where the vocalist at 
there was no R&B, there was no gospel, there was no, like, y'all didn't even really get to the actor acting portion. Y'all didn't get the humanitarian award. All we had was Coco. Oh, yeah. And so, I thought this is the reason why y'all created a, a BET Hip Hop Music Awards. Like, you created a Music Awards for hip hop. Too many hip hop performances and yeah. Oh, and Jatavia. Um, girl, you I get act better in public. I get it. But like first of all, don't be throwing your phone at people too. Oh, JT. I said, who is Jatavia? Also what was mentioned this year was the fashion. The hell was y'all what the hell was y'all wearing? Was it 2006 again? I missed the memo. What happened? I think the best dressed one out of there, crazy enough, was probably Keith yeah. Lee. Oh, yeah. let us say Ronnie. Keith and Ronnie, Ronnie. look good. Y'all look great. We made the right great. people famous. The leads the did leads good. Wonderful. Because they knew where they were going. They said, we, there is a strong possibility. Again, Patty LaBelle is right. going to be here. <laughs> you, better, you bet your ass I'm putting on my best. Right, mm-hmm. and their hair, their locks were beautifully like. I like, loved what Ronnie did. Her hair, oh, it looks so I good, love and I love the couple coordination. More yes. looks on the red carpet, y'all. And, and, and shout and, out to you for not wearing just a regular ass suit. Yes, or just some like jeans or something like some yeah. weird baggy with the. Again, I don't know why y'all think that uh army wear, in terms of I don't know why you need a bulletproof vest. Why? Why is that fashion now? Why is that fashion? <laughs> Where was Law when you needed him? Retired. <laughs> he needs to come on retirement. Just get everybody to be said, Absolutely not. Yeah. Law said, I'm tired. I, I see why he's tired. Because I'd be tired if somebody came to me. This is what I'm Because I'd be here. getting the girls together and y'all be putting me in second row. Absolutely not. Absolutely. The and this is the thanks so I So putting you bitches on. Literally. Is it my fault that all you bitches gone? Literally, that whole that whole verse right there is. Yeah. So BET Awards, yeah, C minus. Um. Uh, the submarine. Uh, I feel bad for the child and nobody else. Same. Um and. Yeah. You know, somebody, the one of the people on there was like, "I done been to the Titanic thirty seven times." It was James. No, Cameron. it was it was some other man, not James Cameron. With one of the people that died. What did you need to go down there for a 38th time? What and didn't you see? What and my thing is, knowing that you've been down there before, why would you then go back in such crazy ass conditions? Right. You've seen what it takes to go down there. 37 times. As why some... was the the when they handed you the <laughs> Xbox controller? Why did you let them shut that door? Why was that not? No. There's one window, an Xbox controller, and we can't wear shoes in here. Oh damn! I didn't know that. Got in there with socks on. They in there like it's a goddamn bobsled. What shoes? I don't know. They they all took their shoes off though. Because it was maybe too heavy, which should tell you you should not go down there if If shoes shoes are are the the defining factor. What and people love my shoe, my my Nikes are the defining factor of whether we're going to sink or not. What do you mean? 
Them shell toes. All of them. Them Tims you got on too heavy. No, what? Not the cool My man behind me. So yeah. as as someone who is very selective of, of the hotels she stays at, they want to show me that. Sh- I'm not getting in. You been getting that? As someone who has yet to go camping because I will be glamping if Girl, I'm ever in the woods, cabin with a bartender, an AC, and a security guard. That's me for camping. First of all, I don't really do water like that. Like I can do a cute little yacht. And me and Dana feel the same way about cruises. Do I am not a big fan. Of I don't want to go. I'd rather not go on a cruise. <laughs> I want to go for the experience, but like my brain be like, you ain't getting on that damn boat. For me, the thought of being on a boat for an extended for days makes my stomach. I've watched Titanic twice, and just thinking of what they went through is like the most terrifying thought that I could ever have in my entire life. The science of like water and things that float make no sense to me because this boat, this big ass steel titanium boat is floating on the water but if i jump in the ocean right now you're telling me i will sink to the bottom and i just don't i don't get it if you are a scientist don't try to explain it to me because there's nothing that you can say that will ever make me understand and so because of that and whatever sorcery is going on over there i just don't need to participate and then, with, I mean, yeah, we get like the propeller, everything, yeah, engine, buoyancy, what? what, whatever. That Bad sounds cute to me, but it's just something about like five restaurants, three bars, da, 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 this, water this, slide. No, just the water boat. slide, the amusement park, the golf course. You can hang glide off the off the cruise ship deck. I'm in a pool on a boat on a boat on a boat. Something about that don't sit Stop. right. Stop doing shit. Stop touching niggas with I'm your like, hands. What? I it's a roller coaster on the boat. Why? What Why? do you mean? How? 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 How big is this boat? That that's the other thing. I'm terrified to like actually see a cruise ship in person because it's gonna be bigger than what I'm imagining in my head. I don't know how big a cruise ship is in real life, but I don't think I'm. Like, think about like a city. Or like a like a hotel in like Manhattan, or like a six story hotel anywhere near you, even in okay. DC. Take it, put it on a side on the ocean. That is a cruise ship. I'm gonna make it scarier for you. Think of a resort. Yes, all the the land that is on a resort, all the things that you can do. Think of the size of that resort on, on a, a boat, boat, and then put it up high. So then you so everything is stacked. All that stuff is simply just stacked. If they hate to use his building as an example, but literally if you pick up Trump Tower and put it on the water, that is a cruise ship. Does that make your stomach drop? But if I jump my ass in this ocean, I'm going to sink to the bottom. Fuck (laughs) y'all. Wait, I'm going to sink until I die? Fuck y'all. I should float like a paper clip. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> the only time I float to the top is when dead? I am dead? I'm not trying to hear that. Not even if you're dead. No, not dead. Yeah, I need to go talk to a physicist. Who do I talk to about? A physicist? Is that who I need to talk water. to about this? 
No. This is just as bonk as confusing as when you see them bridges that like bridges that are in water. Like, how did you build this? Right. I just I don't even like to think about I don't that like to think much. about a lot of things too much. The, the minute I be on the plane and I be like, how the fuck we in the air? I don't like that. that. <laughs> I, I just think people like, nope, mm -mm, too much thought. Go to sleep. What do you mean these propellers are keeping all of us up? What? when you go through turbulence it's kind of like you're going through like a bowl of jello and i was like that doesn't bring me any comfort oh, air pockets. emphasis what? on air like this is air air not like the air is downstairs deep. air this is upstairs air what are you talking about me i'm basically in a bowl of jello so it's not gonna take like, you're like in a little bullet just you know, no, that's essentially what it is it's like a little I know I'm like just I fly out of necessity alone. The minute the US builds the high speed railway system, I'm yes. never getting on Can a plane. Can we get a monorail? <laughs> Please. Because if they was like 10 hours from, you know, Florida to, you know, Maine, bet. I don't got shit to do today. I do it. Give me a first class seat. And I don't gotta be up in the air. Sure. But yeah, I just so yeah, um, I feel really, really bad for the 19 year old. But the last thing I will say is if you wanted to waste and throw 25, 2005, 250,000, 250,000, if you want to throw that much money away to nothing, just give it to me. I could have paid my student loans off, I could have paid my car off, get my house, my more goddamn, so many things. But they didn't for i'm like I, if you want to just throw your money literally in the ocean just give the money to me and i know how to you waste ju it. they just as bad as rose they just as bad she threw that damn necklace in the ocean you threw your damn money in the ocean everybody's terrible well but you know now that i think back on it you know you can't get on this fucking door i don't even know how we up here on this bitch you better figure it out <laughs> For all, no, because that part actually really made me upset because you over here clinging to me when you could have swam and found your own little he could have found a little something something I would see you had to push somebody else off I wouldn't have judged you in this circumstance but you actively like died like you want you wanted to go nope nope sorry Jack and I love Kate Winslet. She's the star of one of my favorite films, The Which Holiday. Oh, I love The Holiday. Oh my gosh, it's just such a feel day. I think it's free right now on YouTube, by the way. I so. love that's so, that movie is so warm. That just I gives me. I just it. It is truly the only thing keeping my belief in love alive right now. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> that and Ever After with Drew Barrymore. Uh, alrighty. Well, I think that is a great place for us to wrap up this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. Um, if you liked this episode, be sure to like this episode. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a rating wherever you are listening. It really We really appreciate it. It helps us out. Um, and be sure to send us any questions that you have that you would like us to answer. And we will catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.